You are listening to the weekly sermon from Elevation Community Church in Blanchester, Ohio. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information about this podcast and other resources, please visit myelevationcc.org. We've been, we've been doing this sermon series. If you're just joining us for the first time, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, my name is Daniel. I'm one of the pastors here. Uh, and we're, we want to awaken. We want to awaken to uh, what God is doing, that the kingdom of God is on the move. It's working and it's active. And um, also, it's easy to get distracted. It's easy to fight the wrong things, right? Paul tells us that we don't war with flesh and blood, right? And, and that our, our weapons are to tear down the, the things that are going on behind the scenes, right? So there is there's a spiritual world that, that we're interacting with. And I know that sounds strange sometimes, um, but God's kingdom is on the move. On. And, and his kingdom is about his rule and reign. So when we talk about bringing the kingdom of God into our, our, uh, the church, into the atmosphere, into the Blanchester, we're talking about bringing the rule and reign of God to this area. It needs hope. We need hope. And so we're asking kind of God to, to uh, give us his eyes. Help us to see, to focus on the things that are heavenly, the things that are eternal, the things that matter. So give us eyes to see in this season, but also ears to hear. How can we hear the voice of God? How can we hear what he's speaking to us? But it doesn't just matter that we can see and hear, see what God's doing and hear what God's doing. We have to actually do something about it. Come on. James even tells us that. It says you can't just be hearers of the word and not doers of the word. And that the people of this world are going to know our love by our actions, not by the fact that we can just see and hear the kingdom of God. And so I'm really excited because Brian Clark's joining us this morning. And Brian Clark was part of our the GO team that we had in South Africa. What was that, 2016? Is that right? Yep. Awesome. Awesome. And so he, uh, he's going to be uh, teaching us and leading us uh, kind of in the Word and just, uh, he loves people. So I feel like he's going to be right at home here. So uh, if you guys would give Brian a welcome and uh, we'll get you going, man. Thank you. You're a good man. Oh. Hello, hello. Can I just start with a short prayer? May the words, my mouth, the meditations of my heart be pleasing in your sight, O oh Lord. Uh, my rock, my redeemer. Amen. Well, it's awesome that all you kids are in here. So pumped. I'm Brian Clark. Love God. Love people. Don't have it all together. Excited my family's over here. Shout out to Brian in the very back who I just met. Brandon, you guys are awesome. Um, I'm the founder, executive director of a small nonprofit called People Bridge, encouraging people by purposefully entering their story. My business card, I just label myself an encouragement activist. I know that sounds kind of crazy. Just love encouraging, entering story. Traveled to 30 countries around the world. Been in full-time nonprofit ministry for about 25 years. Um, been married for almost 20. Privilege of having my father. He's my best friend. What's up, Facebook Live Dad? A few other friends out there. And uh, why am I here? I was serving with the Norfolk Ministry uh, called Horizon International, and with a couple of you, we went over to South Africa. Phil and I bonded. Um, my wife and mother-in-law, and they went to go see the Lion King uh, yesterday downtown, and Phil is the ultimate Lion King. You guys know that? Have you ever heard him do the whole, like, ah? Okay, he can, like, 
he can rock that thing out. Um, but yeah, Lion King's awesome. So that's why I'm here. Phil and I bought it. He said, Brian, just come and talk about actions. How do you live out your faith? Okay? Um, yesterday, well, before that, it's not, uh, I don't think that it's a coincidence that we're celebrating Martin Luther King uh, weekend, but day, tomorrow, as we talk about actions, right? Up here. Um, he was a man of action through nonviolence and civil disobedience. He acted by living out the kingdom of God here on earth. Not as a perfect dude, none of us are perfect, but a world needs people who will love and act. And if you see what he said there, if we do not act, we shall surely be dragged down the long, dark, shameful corridor of time reserved for those who possess power without compassion, might without morality, and strength without sight. So as we celebrate that, it, there's no... It just makes so much sense. We are called to action, how we are. Just yesterday, my son and I got in the lift car, and Jennifer was giving us a 20-minute ride. And in 20 minutes, Jennifer was telling me about her life. I was just asking her questions. Uh, she, you know, she lost her mother, like a lot of people right around here, just struggling every month to just kind of make it. And at the end, just prayed for her, loved her. Just act by listening. Kind of random, get into the next uh, lift because we had to go pick up our rental car. And what was his name? Shemesh. He was a Buddhist. He had a Buddhist god on the front of his thing. I said, tell me about, you know, the Buddhist god there. And he told me the story about the Buddhist god. just listening. And crazy story, he just lost a good friend spontaneously this week who died. And he was just, we were wrestling together with, man, we're 46, 45 years old. What is what does it look like to live, to be a man, you know, no matter what your faith is, to, to just kind of act, to have no regrets, right? Does anyone else want to live with no regrets? You might regret if you did this, though. I, I got this. I don't know if you've seen this up on the internet anywhere. Have you guys seen that? No regrets, okay? Like, we don't want to live. Don't recommend um, that. And Shemesh and I, we're not going to do any tattoos together or anything. Um, this morning's not going to be so much about teaching you something special new. It's about storytelling. Okay, I'm pumped that you kids are in here. You're going to hear stories of action. How do we live out our faith and who we are? Again, the passion through our nonprofit, encourage people by purposefully entering their story. It's a pretty broad vision, but one person at a time, each of you, just like me, are you with me? We're called to enter the story of those that we live around, those that we meet spontaneously, those in our family. That's just what God calls us to do in living out the kingdom of God. Scripture that you guys have heard before, Phil has like, I'm sure he's brought this down. Ephesians 2, 8, and 9, right up here. For it's by grace you've been saved through faith, and it's not of yourself. It's a gift of God, not by work, so that no one can boast. Okay, awesome. Don't have to do anything, right? Boom. Psh, this is the best faith ever. Um, but for we're God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to what? Do good, do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. See, hear, act, right? We're on act. You're going to hear stories about this. Um, I was talking to my friend who's a financial advisor this week. And he said, Brian, you know my favorite act verse in the whole Bible? Psalm 46.10. It's going to be the most 
Anyone know Psalm 46.10? A lot of you do. We'll put it right up here. Be still and know that I'm God. My friend Doug is like, that's my most powerful action verse. Because if people would take out the ear pods, if they would take out the 30 or 40 hours of media every week that they would spend, and they would just listen to God, maybe God would give them like, gosh, maybe there's things in front of me that I could act on. Are you guys with me on this? So obviously I was like, Doug, got to go. I'm working on this talk. I can't talk about that. No. I was like, no, I get it. The most, power, the, the most encouraging time that I love in the morning. I live in Orlando, Florida. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for the sun. Um, get some coffee, go on my back deck, and I watch the sunrise, have a Bible and journal, and be still. If I'm all about action, and you're not you know, listening, if you're not hearing God's voice, I mean, you know, what is that? And so I I love that he shared that with me. This series is building on itself. This story is your church entering with me into story, okay? A couple of months ago, two months ago, I'm pumping gas at 7-Eleven. Anyone ever pump gas, you know? You're there, and there's someone maybe right beside you pumping gas. You're like two feet away, but you don't look. Well, I looked, Okay, and there's a guy standing there, and I'm pumping gas, he's pumping gas, he's looking. I just asked the question, how are you today? It's not super crazy, not like, what's up, Jesus? No, how are you today? And he said, ah, it's, it's going, it's rough. Why? And uh, he just says, well, I'm, uh, I'm living out of my van with my wife and my eight-month-old here, and uh, it, it's it's just incredibly hard. I, I can't work because I've, uh, you know, the van's not working well. I can't get to work. I had a job and blah, blah. And uh, God just had me right there. Well, let's go to McDonald's. Listen, enter their story for the last two months. And it's been hard. There's no easy answers. And Phil texted me last Saturday night. And I was in the middle of wrestling with this because my neighbor just bought a new Honda Odyssey, newer, 100,000 miles, whatever, newer Honda Odyssey. And they were letting go of their older, you know, 250,000-mile Honda Odyssey. It still has a lot of life on it, right? Any Honda? Okay, yeah, keep those suckers. And uh, my neighbor was going to sell it, and I'm like, gosh, I'd love to get this to them, but I, I don't have the money for this. And I texted Phil. He's like, hey, how's the talk going? I haven't started it. Um, and I'm just wrestling through, you know, this thing to do. And he's like, well, how would $500 be to start you off? I was like, Phil, you're the man, the myth, yeah. And you know what I did? I acted. I was, honestly, I was like, I can't do this by myself. Phil kind of pushed me over. And that night I started a Facebook fundraiser and within just a couple hours, 500 more dollars. And then Mike and Omar, they need to be buy-in, so they covered the rest. And we entered their story. And so this picture right here was this week. Mike is hugging and crying with his wife and he's saying, no one's ever done something like this for me before. You know, and you see them there in the car. And if I'm going to be brutally honest, I'm texting with him last night, and they're living out of this van right now. That, that's the story of life. But you know what he has? He has a friend, and I have a friend. And it's messy, and it's weird. You know, it's, uh, I, I, I say weird in terms of I don't have the answers, just like you're not going to have the answers all the time. But you can love. You can act. Are you with me? An analogy I heard recently from my friend, kids, pay attention, I've got a hammer. Okay, I, I walked in here with the hammer and I'm new and Rex was in the back, you know, he's the greeter and he's like, what are you doing? 
Um, my friend, he works with inner city uh, kids. He teaches them automotive skills full time. And he says, we try to teach our youth that their life is like a hammer. A hammer can be used for three things typically. Number one, a hammer typically collects dust in a toolbox, right? It just sits there. It's not being used, right? A hammer can also be used to destroy, right? This kid's like, what? Why am I in the front row? No, I'm just kidding. You know, I could take down some wall in here. You can destroy with the hammer. But why is a hammer made? Why was a hammer, why was a hammer made, people? To build. Do nothing. Destroy or build. Right? And that's what my friend, as he works with inner city kids, most of them don't have dads or families. Um, he's like, guys, use your life to build. And that's what I'm going to ask you right now. Thinking back on your last week, how did you use your life? Chill? Destroy? Or did you build with your life? God calls us to act. Are you with me on this? Yes. Again. Um, I've got a question for you. Does the world need more people of compassion and action? Does Blanchester? Yes. Why? Why does the world need that? Lost. Lost. Why else? Lost, right? The world's gone crazy, crazy, right? And what's the church known for? We're so often known for what we're against. Are you with me on this? We want to be known for what we're for. I talked to someone in here. I'm like, why are you here? He's like, Hey, someone knocked on my door a couple of years ago, and they just brought us some, some food, and they just loved us. Why are they here? You got out and you acted. Good for you. You guys are amazing. Got a quick story for you that uh, of the gospel needs to be in action. Live it out with compassion. I watched this clip a couple of times. You're about to see a video clip of a young man whose brother was actually murdered by a woman who... This is a bizarre story. This is just after she had been convicted of murder. You're about to see this video. And this woman was a a policewoman, okay? She's had a long day. She comes back to her apartment. There's different levels of parking. She parks on the wrong parking garage. She gets out. She goes to the apartment. She thinks it's hers. Maybe some of you guys saw this. She, yeah, they're all the same. It looks the same. She thinks she's walking into her apartment, but it's the wrong floor. She walks into her apartment. Uh, apartment she thought was hers, and there's a man sitting there, and it was his apartment, right? He's just chilling, having dinner, and she gets scared, in her words, and she actually obviously had a gun on, and she thinks that she's in her apartment, and she's being, something's going wrong, and she shoots, and she kills this man, and that, the, the bizarre story comes out, and the video you're about to see is, is the brother of the young man, and he's speaking to this woman, Amber, who's just, who was just convicted of murder. Can you guys show this video? I speak for myself. I, I forgive you. And I know if you go to God and ask him, he will forgive you. And I don't think anyone could say it. Again, I'm speaking for myself, not even bad for my family. But I love you just like anyone else. 
And I'm not gonna say I hope you rot and die just like my brother did, but I see I I personally want the best for you. And I, I wasn't gonna ever say this in front of my family or anyone, but I don't even want you to go to jail. I want the best for you. Because I know that's what that's exactly what both of them would want you to do. And the best would be give your life to Christ. I'm not gonna say anything else. I think giving your life to Christ would be the best thing that both of them would want you to do. Again, I love you as a person. And I don't wish anything bad on you. I don't know if this is possible, but can, can I give her a hug, please? Please? Yes. Hi everyone, sorry. George Stephanopoulos. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> kind of ruined the moment, kind of didn't. But the reality of it is, if you put yourself in, in his shoes, would that be your response? Does the church need more people of compassion? Amber's in jail right now. To be honest with you, um, I've written to Amber twice now in jail. I got one written back to me because I didn't know how to send it to jail, right? Um, but, but I've written to her twice. Church people, if there's something that moves you, act. Are you with me on this? You don't have to write to someone like this. You don't have to love, you know, a, a convicted murderer that, that murdered your brother. But as a church body, the paradox of our faith is real. Okay, the kingdom of God is the exact opposite of the world expect. Okay, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Stop right there. The kingdom of heaven is for the poor in spirit, those who are, are weak, okay? This is opposite of what the world said. Uh, those who mourn, for they shall be comforted, are the weak, they shall inherit the earth. Those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. This is the paradox, because everything in the world, are you guys with me? With the 
trillions of hours that kids and adults spend on media consume, YOLO, life is about me. Are you with me, Brett? My son over there, he's like, don't call me out, don't look at me, okay. <laughs> he's like, um, and the kingdom of God says, others, broken, poor in spirit, like, that's who we are. That's what catapulted the kingdom of God. Are you guys with me on this? I keep saying that, but it's like, you're like, I know. You're like, Brian, stop talking. This is real. I love this analogy. And kids, are you ready? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to get our hands up. My friend, who actually, he owns a few multi-million dollar companies. I mean, the dude is doing well, right? And he shared with me this analogy. Uh, he says, Brian, put your hands like this. Everyone do this. Put them out in front of you. Now, clench your fist as hard as you can. I mean, nails, grip it hard. I mean, like, tension. You want to feel the tension in your arm. Come on, Lainey, my daughter who's nine. She is the best. I love that girl. Are you kidding me? I want her to be strong. Any other girls need to be strong? Keep going. Are you kidding me? Whoa, I almost fell. That would have been awesome. Okay, on the count of three, we're going to let go. Three, two, one. Okay, did you feel the, the tension that was lost throughout your whole body? The world says, okay, this is my, my friend says, and again, he's around a lot of people that have a lot of wealth and people that don't. He's like, Brian, most people in the world live like this. Life is about me, all of my money, all of my possessions, all of my life. Um, I live like this, me, I'm the me monster. Okay, Brian Regan, you gotta go. Okay, check him out. Um, but instead, he's like, Brian, live with hands open. So as you're worshiping today, hands open, man. If you want to clench fish like this and worship, you don't see people do that very often. <sighs> no. <laughs> Typically, there's a reason we have hands open. Um, got another sh story for me. Are you ready for one more story? Yeah. Even though my wife said, don't say, are you ready? Um, so if you're married... You need to find something that's life-giving for the two of you. Are you with me? When my wife and I were younger, the beach, okay? Just take me to the sunny beach. And again, we live in Orlando. I'm true story. We do not do this often. Drop the kids off to school. We went to the beach, just my wife and I on a Tuesday, right? It's the two of us. There's barely anyone around. We're like, oh, yeah. And this couple comes out with their kids, and they've got like big suitcases, and we're kind of like, ah, oh, they're taking up our beach space. We kind of were laughing, and we went for a walk. Um, gosh, they were, oh gosh, there they are. See them on the beach up there? This is Christina and Pat, and just went up, and we asked them their story. Um, he used to hire people. He was, he was a contractor and got hosed in a contracting bid, and then boom, they're homeless, house to homeless. They've been staying in some Airbnbs, had nowhere to go, uh, they end up on the beach, and they need to get to Myrtle Beach um, because they have a place to stay there, and he has a job, but they have no way of getting there. So Aaron and I just kind of entered their story. Messy story. They're always messy, right? And they come back to our house and just play board games, and this is the uh, van. Not every story has to do with the van. Um, so that they could get up to where they needed to go. Transportation's a big deal, right? And so we did that. And so there's Pat and Christina. It's just one more story. We're in a life-giving place where, man, I wanted to be like this, right? But we opened our eyes. Think about for yourself today, how are you going to act? Are your eyes going to be open to stories? You don't have to be the crazy extrovert 
that always is entering story all over. All over. Um, but that's just one. But their problem they're facing and many face today are these. Dreams shattered, anxiety, few authentic trusted relationships. That's massive for people that are living on margin. Not clear direction. Self-worth and identity is in the toilet. Lack of direction and purpose in life. Filling the void with numbing agents like binge watching, substance abuse, porn, isolation. It's a worldwide pandemic. When they went down, Christine, if you saw, she, she definitely uh, was numbing with drugs, if I'm being super honest, right? And they're homeschooling kids. Look at how cute and awesome these kids are, obviously in the middle of stuff. That family is in need, and we were entered one. The solution to this problem is the people in the church there for one another. Can I get an amen? Amen. amen. Night to shine. <laughs> Crazy how you guys are acting and doing that. So stinking proud of you. 250 volunteers, is that what it is? It's mind-boggling. You guys are like, what? Um, did you know that 70% of special needs parents divorce? Did you know how hard it is? Do you realize that night that you're going to have at your church action-wise here is going to impact not just the kids that come, but their families as well? Some of you guys might get involved with a mother or a father and just love and listen and be involved, right? It's incredible. Celebrate recovery. Joe and Tracy Carter. Does anyone know and love Joe and Tracy Carter? Okay, three people. More than three people. Like half of you guys are like, yes. Went to Africa with them. They're amazing. I know them and a number of other of you guys are doing the celebrate recovery. I can't tell you how incredibly proud I am of you guys for doing celebrate recovery in your community. That's ongoing action right where you're at. Wow. Now, there's another person you might not know. Put on up here. Um, Jody Ball. Does anyone know Jody Ball back there? Yes. Jody Ball is not the outgoing Phil who's like jump stage diving, you know, like, what's up, people? Um, Jody Ball is behind the scenes. She's artistic. She's creative. She's loving, nurturing, right? Like maybe many of you. I, I see Jody Ball almost every day as I leave our house because this uh, painting right here, here we are in South Africa a couple of years ago, that painting we're around all these kids reminds me of our time. She did that painting. I was like, man, I need to get that on canvas. And so I did. Thank you for that, Jody. It's, live, it's acting how God's wired you and your strengths, right? Right? Just love that. And Lynn and Jeremy, oh my gosh, live organically. They invited us to their place on their farm. You guys are amazing here. The church being the church is at work. About to show you a video really quick here. I love this. My dad was a pastor in Oxford, Ohio. And for 20 years, and you know how many people remember his sermons? Not many people remember his sermons, okay? Love you, Dad. Facebook Live. Oh, it's probably not even on. Um, but you know what they do? A lot of people do remember. He's still friends with them at 73. When he acted, he entered people's stories. The African-American church in our community, there was one, basically one church, and my dad loved and served, and so they had him come back a couple weeks ago and speak, and there was a lady, I'm going to show you this video here, She's, she works at Kroger, and tell me if you don't want to meet people like this who act where they're at. 
Hopefully. Okay, right back here, my first Baptist church. Sharon Wireback. Sharon Wireback, tell me your story. Why? I mean, you preached this morning. It was Whoa. amazing. I just love people. I love everyone. God gave me gifts of love, and I just share it everywhere I go. And where do you work, and how do you do that? I work at Kroger, Oxford Kroger, and everybody knows me. I give them my smile, and I tell them, hey, what's up today? And I try to bring joy to their life when they're really sad, or it doesn't matter what you're doing, black, white, rich, or poor. I reach out to them. I give them hugs. I always love to give hugs. So I just hope that they, I make their day by just saying, I love you, I love you. Take care and have a blessed day. And what advice do you give to someone else who might not be the most just like you, wired like you? What, what advice do you give to people to be that love to other people? I just take the negative, make it positive. When there's somebody going through something, I say, hey, you need to take that negative because somebody's always worse off than you. They might be going, have you ever checked out the other side of town? The other side of town, you know, they might not have what you have, but it's not that really bad. So don't be that, it's not that serious. So you just got to take one day at a time, live in the moment. That's what we do, live in the moment. Come on, love God, love life. Love You're life. awesome. God is good all the time. All right, does everyone need a hug once in a while? If you're a crow, can you just, this might be awkward and you don't have to do it, but why don't you guys just stand up, meet someone around you, just give them a hug and be like, you're awesome right now, okay? This is gonna be awkward. This is action, living in action. Just stand up, give someone a hug. You know what, you boys are awesome. You're awesome. Right. Oh, you're you the man. You guys are great. Come on, people. Go ahead and sit back down. Somebody is stuck to me, though. Who is this? Is anybody going to claim this kid? Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Sometimes just physical touch. Authentic, kind, genuine, physical touch people need. Okay? Family friends, people around you. So what does the scripture say about salvation in action? We're going to look at the Bible a little bit more. Okay, all scripture is God-breathed, youthful for teaching, correcting, rebuking, and training in righteousness, right? All right, we know the Bible, okay? So that the servant of my God might be equipped for every good work, okay? You know the Bible so you can be equipped for it. Um, he saved us, Titus says, so that we can do good works. The next one is, we're going to go right back to the one we were at. For it's by grace you've been saved through faith. This not of yourself, it's a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, to do what? Good works. Palms out, hammer up. Hopefully that's how you guys will remember this morning. Just kidding. Um... It's about living in your islands of health and strength and humbly seeing opportunity and entering in. Are you with me, Noah? Who's over there? My other son. I love you. Um, a Philippians says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vague conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourself. Right? So if you're considering others better than yourself, if you are living out the paradox, especially, how many high schoolers, middle schoolers do we got here? Okay? High schoolers, middle schoolers, 
I'm telling you, it's so hard, especially for the dudes. But people are dying. Youth are dying for authentic uh, interaction and friendship. And the guys are like, are you kidding me? No. We just want to... And actions to live out. Okay? Any Brene Brown fans out there? Anyone ever like Brene Brown? She has brought empathy and vulnerability back on the map. And right now, I'm just going to share a few stories uh, of action with you, okay? I broke them up into three different categories. My prayer is that one of them would spark you to act, okay? So here we go. Phil asked me to come because he's just kind of seen, and again, People Bridge is just all about entering stories. So here's a few quick stories. And think for yourself, maybe this is something I could do, or, or maybe it sparks something in you. The top left or whatever where the water heaters are, whenever I go to Lowe's, I get on eBay, I know this is random, and I buy 10% off coupons um, for a dollar each. And I use it for myself. And then for someone like this, he's buying a water heater, he's spending about $800,000 on a water heater, and I have my eyes open for people that just could like, I could act. So I give them a 10% off coupon. Do you have a 10? No. I'm just handing the guy like 80 bucks, right? And just, just say, hey, you're awesome. You know, I'm not there to like preach Jesus, go to my church, this and that. Just want to enter a story one at a time, right? Right beside me, this guy in the Atlanta airport, he was cleaning the toilets, right? I just saw him, gave him $5 and said, bro, you're you're awesome. I just like who you are. You're, wor- you know, you're, you're a good man. And he just kind of shared his story a little bit. And I gave him that book because as a believer, he just loved God and just entered his story. Right up there in the top is my daughter, Lainey. Shout out to Lainey again and her friend. And um, this gal, we were at Fun Spot, you know, Orlando, happiest place. Well, you also have tens of thousands of people living on margin, like this young girl who uh, on the outside, everything's there, like a lot of high school kids. It's like beautiful, cool, young girl, ridiculously broken family, and just prayed with her and loved her, entered her story. Right below, I love this story, Sebastian. I live in a middle-class neighborhood. Sebastian, at 6.30 in the morning, he was wheeling out like all of his possessions because he's like, I'm leaving my parents. You know, I'm going to go live with my girlfriend. True story. And I pulled up, and I was like, do you need a ride? He's like, Sure. And uh, so I, I give him a ride, and he tells me his story. <laughs> and uh, he was home the next day, you know. Um, and we've gotten together a few times since then. But just, again, you're not going to stop and pick up strangers all the time. Some of you guys are like, that's crazy. Um, but it's just fun. And then the bottom left one, you, the whole face isn't there, because actually at lunch in Orlando a couple months ago, I was with a friend, we're leaving, and this, this young woman came out. She said, hey, can I borrow one of your phones? And I was like, mm, sketchy. And, you know, let her borrow my phone. She called. She said, hey, I need a ride, you know, back down to this hotel. And my friend and I, by that time, were like, um, this woman's a prostitute, you know. And we knew that. And just super broken, super not, you know, fully there. And in that moment, again, safety says don't do that. Um, but I was just like, I'm going to drive this woman. And I learned so much driving this young prostitute back to her uh, hotel. And it was weird. I learned through entering, entering story. Did I fix anything? No. Should I maybe even enter it in more legally? <laughs> yes. Um, but it's crazy how broken we are if, if our eyes are open, right? So that's in the moment. The next one is act. Um, 
act lifestyle, okay? This is where I'm going to bring my wife in a little bit more. Um, there's Jordan Bear in the top left. She knew her from middle school. Now she's in full-time ministry. My wife uh, is amazing long-term behind the scenes. Maybe some of you women and men are like this. Don't put her up front, but just put her long-term caring. When she wakes up in the morning, she's like, I care about the hearts of, of women. And she just keeps up long-term with a couple dozen women I admire deeply. Right below that is her helping with the mentoring program in our middle schools. Uh, right beside that is a young man that I've been walking with for, for the long haul since high school, and I'm going to be the best man in his wedding. Because again, he just doesn't have other friends, people. Stephen, love this one. He was my mechanic, right? Stephen's my mechanic, and I'm going to go, and I just start a friendship with him, right? Just get to know. And you guys are like, what? How did that happen? You ask questions. You don't enter with like, how can I change you? You enter with story, their story. And I was going up to get an RV because um, that's what you do. You fly to New York to get an RV and you bring it back down because it's free to transport it. And you can. So I, bring, I call Steven, my mechanic. I'm like, hey, do you want to fly up to New York and drive an RV back with me? What? <laughs> sure. And we just go on an adventure together, right? It's just you enter story and we're still friends. The next one is, the last one here, is act around you. Okay, long term, you live in your neighborhood. You live with your family. You live with those around you. There's again my daughter and her neighbors. Uh, my daughter is like me. She'll go to the mall with her friends and they'll go store to store and be like, you're awesome. You guys are the best. You know, how can we pray for you? She actually likes to get on the phone. She's like, don't look at me, dad. Um, she likes to get on the phone and call stores and be like, can I pray for you? Um, Again, don't really recommend that, but she does. Um, below that is our, is our uh, garage and all these girls right there and the boys are playing cards in the background. Right beside is Shrang, my Hindu friend who, again, we're not trying to like convert each other necessarily. We're just, we're friends, right? And above, we just have a, I love bonfires. We just do bonfires. Uh, for you, in your neighborhood, how you're wired, where's God calling you to act? where you are, right? And then the last one is, um, oh yeah, and how to overflow act. Empathy, authentic compassion, focus in the moment, no other person in the world and they know and care. Be yourself, don't pretend, don't have an agenda, overflow. And the last thing is, oh, no, don't need that one. You can go back for a second. Oh, two back. Yeah. You're influenced more by who you are than what you say. As I pray right now, I want you guys to think in your mind how you are wired, how God's made you. How are you going to act this week? Are you with me on this, kids? What does act look like this week for you? How are you going to use your hammer to build? And are your hands going to be clenched? Are they going to be open? Can I pray for you guys really quick? God, thank you for creating us for this time in this season. Thank you for Elevation Community Church right here. God, we're about to worship. We're about to enter in to 
uh, to worship before you. I pray as our hands are open, you would reveal to us individually in our strengths, God, how you've made us. How are we going to act? What does that look like uh, for us? What does it look like to act for how, how we are wired? We just love you, God. We just give you our lives and thank you for who you are. In your name, amen. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to our weekly sermon. If you'd like to go deeper with another resource from our church, please check out our weekly impact Bible study podcast as well. Both of our weekly podcasts are available on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud.